What's going on, everybody? We are back, the whole crew this time, with another episode of the Inspired Geek Podcast. So, y'all already know who I am, but y'all, hey, what's up to my boys, Will and John? Y'all. You. What's good, everybody? Miss being back. Absolutely, y'all. So, we're going to be playing, as we normally do, y'all can know by now, um, we're going to be playing a little bit of catch-up, so we're going to be talking about the... Uh, state of play that happened back in September. I know we're a little bit late, but we want to talk about some of the announcements that came out there. Um, Nintendo also did a direct literally on the same day as PlayStation back in September. I believe it was like the 15th, 14th or 15th. Um, and they talked about a few games as well. Um, then we're going to talk about, um, well, I will at least, I'm just now getting caught up on Ahsoka, Star Wars Ahsoka on Disney+. Plus. Um, however, I only watched like the first two episodes, but I have gotten a you know good amount of information of what's been going on just because twitter y'all spoil things like immediately um so i can't get my thoughts there um and of course we'll just talk about whatever has been going on you know we can talk about uh, movies games we've been able to catch up to watch you know as you as you know listeners all three of us are um extremely busy but we are you know still trying to pump out content for you um but yeah Let's see. What do y'all want to talk about first? Let's talk about um, we can do, State uh, of Play. Yeah, State of Play. That's fine. Yeah. Um, so, there, um, PlayStation announced quite a few different games. They talked about a lot of their third-party games. Um, they talked about Resident Evil 4 in separate ways that just launched, um, mm-hmm. which looks pretty good. It's $10. Um, and, of course, if you've ever played Resident Evil 4, it's the side story with Ada Wong. Um, but it looks like there's some changes here from what I've seen. Like Wesker is actually in it this time around, and not just like a VO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, so I definitely plan on checking that out um, as time allows. They also announced a new Ghostbusters game that looks pretty cool, but I think it's it's a VR game. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't have a PlayStation <laughs> VR, um, but maybe one of these days I'll. I'll I'll try that out. Um, then there's another game called Baby Steps, which it looks interesting. It's like it's like an open world game. Uh-huh. Third, third party looks, well, the concept looks weird, but again, I'll give that a shot. Um, but the biggest news for me, at least, was all the news they talked about with Spider-Man open Two World um, trailer that they released where they showed off the gameplay, the mm-hmm. web swinging uh, with the web wings. Um, how you can easily switch between Peter and Miles, all the new suits, there's 65 different suits in the game, um, different colors that you can do, of course. Um, and just how, how you can always uh, have the other Spider-Man in the city, so it's not co-op, but like if you're playing as Peter, Miles will swing in and help you doing like side missions. I always thought that's pretty cool, but I'm just beyond hype for that game, and then of course Helldiver 2 looks pretty cool. I guess I'm like Radar 2. Um, that's what I'm hyped for, but what about y'all? Any um, initial thoughts or games that y'all are hyped for? Mm, from the state of play, honestly, you, you exhausted my list. Like, the three mainstays I had up here was the Marvel, obviously Marvel's Capcom. See, that wishful thinking. Those are true <laughs> come through. The Marvel Spider-Man 2. <laughs> I'm definitely hyped for Marvel Spider-Man 2. Like, that's definitely probably going to be the game that makes me get a PS5. Uh-huh. I just cannot wait to see that the the costumes that they showed us during that reveal was crazy dog and they were just like not only you just be like that set costume you can mix the costumes around like change up the abilities similar to the first one but like it feels like there's more i guess there's more like leeway when it comes to like customization making spider-man look so i'm definitely looking forward to that and i will mention that tag team system of you just like tagging back to more I mean Miles or like tagging back to Peter I'm like that's fire like mm. I know it's not co-op but it's like it might as well be like I feel like it'd be dope if they gave us some sort of co-op DLC I know that's a lot like to, to integrate co-op in a single player game like that's like mm-hmm. oh you like change the game at some point but the, from what it looked like it just seemed like that was kind of the idea and it was just like, dang, we could really make this a two-player game at some point. But maybe Spider-Man 3 will do that for us. But I can't wait for this one just to tag back and forth between Miles and Peter. I'm definitely can't wait to see Venom. Craven looks amazing. Lizard looks dope. And 
those are just some of the villains we were able to see. So I can't wait to see the whole Marvel Spider-Man universe they explore. Hopefully we see another superhero. Like I know in the last game there was Avengers Tower there and there were some mentions of Iron Man. Oh, yeah, Daredevil too, exactly. So hopefully we get a little cameo or something. Or Wolverine. Wolverine, you feel me? That game yeah. is still like on the radar to come out some point. So mm-hmm. Like me some Easter eggs with that, bro. Cause like I feel like Insomniac knows the doors they've opened because the first Spider-Man game was just an amazing game of the year, and I know it's like beyond profitable. Like I don't know how many copies of that game sold, but I assume it's way more because clearly they got the green light for the sequel. Mm-hmm. And you already, we already know the sequel's gonna do amazing from these trailers alone. So it it's giving Marvel a good look, yo. Like I hope we, I know we'll pray Wolverine game's gonna be fire, and I hope we get like a another shot at like a better Avengers game or something because like Insomniac clearly knows what they're doing with the characters definitely looking forward to that Uh Final Fantasy Fantasy 7 Rebirth I know that's coming out February 29th Uh that that looks beautiful you know Square Enix don't play when it comes to their graphics and gameplay I still need to play the remake like I have it on my I have it on my Playstation but you know with RPGs especially like Final Fantasy that time consuming so I'm like I don't have that time to jump into that game but I definitely want to see what's up with that because I saw Sephiroth he looks super fly and that was like that was the selling point I was like dang I need to catch up my man is about to be cutting up I think this is the, this is the time where he like tweaks so mm-hmm. I, besides that my third one up here I know was also mentioned the RE4 DLC um, separate ways with Ada Wong once again, I still need to get that game and jump through it. I'm waiting for, I'm waiting to get the five to play that one because once again, those visuals, Capcom just continue to outdo themselves with these remakes when it comes to Resident Evil. Ada looks crazy. Wesker looks on point. I'm glad he's like playable. It seems like in the mercenaries mode or oh, yeah. even in the DLC. Like oh, that looks ill. He looks amazing. So just being able to see Wesker gives me big hope for like a Resident Evil Five remake. So fingers crossed for that. That was on the radar, but those are like the big three to me when it comes to state of play. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, those are the big step for me, too. Um, I, I wish I could say that I was more hyper for Final Fantasy. I wish. Mm-hmm. I got into RPGs when I did. Um, but overall, for the, for the people who do love RPGs, the game looks amazing, bro. Like, I think it's going to be on two discs. This is the last one, so um, I expect I expect that download time to be bananas um, for the PS5. But um, other than that, um, yeah, Spider-Man Two looks amazing. Um, just the ability to do everything in that game, bro, is is crazy. Besides the fact that you can't do co-op, um, but like just seeing like, oh, you can just switch from Miles to to Peter. A click of the button, and then just it just morphs you over to the other side of the city. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, I'm I'm hyped. Um, I can't wait for that to come out. Um, I'm gonna try my hardest to stay off of two um, and watch the uh, playthrough of the story. Story. Oh mode. man, will I, 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 I the worst at Mortal Kombat. Oh. Like, you, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was like, I came for Mortal Kombat, man. I was like, I watched that whole story. Bro. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, going back to the play, but um, Resident Evil looks fire. I love Resident Evil 4 next to 5. Um, Mercenaries mode, you know, we get active in that. Um, so I got to get that when that comes out. Um, making a vow to myself not to buy any more, any more games, any more games that are coming out next year for my Xbox. Like, I'm just holding out at this point. Mm-hmm. Because I really want to get these games. Um, yeah, man. For my next gen. But I'm definitely going to get a PS5. I'm not getting an Xbox. I'm about to switch over. Got you. Um, but yeah, nevertheless, man, um, there wasn't a whole lot that was announced, but that was the main, like, like core of State of Play. I know they came out with, like, some, what is it, Helldivers 2? Yeah. Step 4. <laughs> that looks crazy. Yeah, what else? I think that's it for me. Um, Foam stars. I don't know nothing about that. Um, <laughs> Ghostbusters. 
Um, baby steps, yeah. I think it was like 25 minutes of state of play. It wasn't even that long. Yeah, it was short to the point. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, overall hype. Can't wait. Yeah, man. Consensus is definitely positive for that state of play for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. And then just to circle back on Spider-Man 2, they did, I think this week, a lot of news just been coming out. They did release, like, the partial trophy list for the game um, early this week. And also stay off Twitter because, like, reviewers have now gotten their copy of the game. So spoilers are definitely going to be popping up before that October 20th um, release date. So beware of Twitter. I'm sure the story cutscenes are going to start popping up so I'm definitely probably going to hop off <laughs> good looks you know what Twitter and definitely TikTok you know they dropping nothing but clips of that game definitely yeah. be careful yeah and then they did announce like um, so you can like ride all the rides over on Coney Island too um, what so like little details like that like you can like, oh, yeah. yeah that's freedom I like that yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, I mean, it was pretty short. The PlayStation uh, State of Play, it looks pretty good. It's only yeah. State of Play now. Nintendo also decided to get, they were like, we're going to compete with Sony and Rebar the same day. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it looks like they talked about um, the new Mario game that's coming out the same day as Spider-Man. Um, Yikes. Mario Wonder, um, which they trying to get competitive. <laughs> Yikes. I mean, it looks good. It's a new, like, side-scroller Mario. Um, you can turn into, like, an elephant. elephant and different um, characters, different playable characters like Peach and Luigi. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it looks fun. The graphics look pretty good for, you know, a Switch game. And they also talk about Prince of Persia, Lost Crown. That's coming out, well, January of 2024. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it talks about, let's see. Uh, talk about well, Super Mario RPG, a remake is coming for, um, from the classic um, SNES classic. So, I mean, that looks cool. It comes out in November. Um, so, it's two Mario games coming out this year. Okay. Yeah, they got Mario doing this thing, little resurgence after the movie. Yeah, I'm saying. And then they uh, releasing what DLC for Splatoon Three. Um, you know what? I got that in my collection, but I haven't spent. I mean, you spent like two hours on Splatoon. I haven't really. <laughs> I feel bad. It's like in my collection, but I just like I know it's a good multiplayer game. Like I played like the multiplayer aspect of it is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't spent too much time with it. Like maybe two hours tops with it. So I feel I need to get on it. Mm-hmm. Something. Maybe with this DLC, I'll get back into it. Um, yeah, it works. Now I know they did talk about Pokemon, and I'm like, I definitely gave up on that. <laughs> <laughs> I was so heated that I paid money for the new Pokemon. It was like so buggy and glitchy um, that I just kind of like shoved that immediately. I was, I was like, <laughs> um, that was just unexcusable how that game last year. So. Word up. I'm, I'm not even hyped for any DLC that they talking about for that game. <laughs> um, but they did talk about a new Detective Pikachu coming out. So that could be fun. I never played the original. I. I don't really know what that's about. I did see the movie, though, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't play the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, they're still talking about Mario Kart 8 um, DLC. They're releasing new tracks for that. So. Uh-huh. I can't wait for yeah. that. Yeah, me too. I'm like, y'all not giving us Mario Kart 9, but y'all just releasing DLC for 8, which is cool. But we still need that Mario Kart 9 at some point, Nintendo. That's a, that's a fact. That's a fact, man. The Fan support for eight is nuts. I can't believe you're still getting DLC for that game. That's it's like the it's like the Dead or Alive game. Like they they were releasing Dead or Alive Five when Dead or Alive Six was out. Yeah, for like years, like mad costumes, more costumes. I'm, just like, I'm not mad at it. Like shout out to Mario Kart. Looking forward to finally playing as Diddy Kong in a Mario Kart game. I mean, that's it. that's always new to me because we love Diddy Kong racing. So I'm glad Diddy's back. Funky Kong and I think Pauline got re- is getting released also and all the classic tracks so looking forward to that I still haven't downloaded any of the booster DLC because I'm waiting for all of this to drop and then I just get it all at the same time but definitely might have to get this wave 6 because I want Diddy Kong and I definitely wanted Mario Kart 9 I feel like they're probably just waiting on the what is it the, what's the room the Switch 2 or 
Yeah. Whatever. I think they're probably waiting on that because at this rate, it's like, all right, you might as well. Just like, as long as y'all been just dragging Mario Kart 8 with all this great DLC, it's like, all right, just give us nine with the next console. You don't want to give us nine right now. <laughs> had a good run it's been out since 2017 but like it's time nintendo like <laughs> it's, it's to the point now where you know with mortal kombat 1 it's like the eye opener like y'all gonna charge 70 dollars for that game and it looks it runs like that like the graphics are worse than version and it just it just looks ugly like it's like a mobile game yeah, yeah. Like, okay. yo, that's exact. When I first saw the um, the videos and the clips on YouTube of how trashy it looks on the Switch, the first thing I thought of was like injustice on the iPad. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> I'm like, that's that what this game looks like. Tap yeah. the screen. Yeah, it wasn't even. You can't even control your characters. Exactly. You just right. punching and dodging. Yeah, like terrible. I'm like, you had the nerve to charge seventy dollars for that on Switch, like blasphemy. Wait, wait, logic. Like, I get like Tears of the Kingdom being seventy dollars. That's worth it. Worth. Um, but like Mortal Kombat with the graphics and like, you know, like almost two minute load screens before fights and stuff. Like, come uh. on. <laughs> like that's terrible. Like, especially in fighting games, like every frame matters. So like, I can't imagine trying to play that online on the Switch. Like. That's mm. torture. Like, yeah, absolute torture. I'm like, yeah, man. That's they really don't. They really don't care when it comes to that price. It's nasty. Like I remember, the, I remember the days. Sometimes, like, yeah, this game is full price for this console, but we know it doesn't run the best here, so we'll drop to like forty. And it's like, yo, that's that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know the game doesn't play the best. The least you could do is drop the price a little bit because the quality is you think i'm gonna pay 70 bucks for this mobile game on my switch like that doesn't make yeah. sense dog. like we're already we're already have nothing but concerns and just comments about the 70 dollar game so it's like all right this is a 70 dollar game this better be a 70 dollar complete game <laughs> yeah. 70 bucks i don't even like paying 60 <laughs> so i'm like yeah. yo this game has to please be complete the least y'all could do nope <laughs> I mean that's that's the thing, right? So it's mm-hmm. like you know you know what you're what you have on your system. Mm-hmm. So you know what it can and can't do. So somebody along the way I don't know who tested out, but they they need to be fired. <laughs> it's like, exactly. It's like you're basically putting a next gen game on console that's not even next gen because the switch is not even a next gen like, no it's not it's just not so it's like it just doesn't make any sense why you're going to charge people 70 dollars for a mobile game and expect to have like let's say like 33 million copies sold on the switch no nah, it's not going to happen bro mm-hmm. you need they, they need to come up with a way to just solely release next gen games on next gen consoles only like I get it they have like a contract with Nintendo um with Ed Boon and all that kind of stuff but like nah bro that's not the way <laughs> it's shit it's I agree right. because you bring up a great point it's like yo the Switch isn't next gen like mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat 11 on the Switch was straight like you could actually play them they look fine but mm-hmm. that's last gen like Mortal Kombat 11 was on the PS4 so if we're we're putting the Switch around like PS4 region like generation it's like we're, we're in the ps5 now the xbox already has a console on the way it's like yo this you've truly tried to put a next gen game on old generation consoles of course this was gonna happen <laughs> and someone just like jojo said should have known the capabilities of the switch i don't think um mk one's not on the ps4 right no so why'd you put it on the switch <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you knew the ps4 couldn't handle it or if there was the something in the contract where it's like, yo, we're only going to push the 5 and the newest Xbox, but we're going to put it on the Switch? Like, come on, dog. Like, I understand profitability and just trying to get the product out on all consoles, but nah, you should have skipped this one. <laughs> this is bad looking. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's just, I mean, like y'all said, like, this is not even 
like it's really it came out in 2017 and even then i remember people saying like the specs of it were like outdated even for 2017 mm. um because i think like the graphics card came out way back in 2013 the one that's like inside of the switch so that's, oh. that's super outdated what? Oh, we're talking yeah. almost PS3. That's crazy. Yeah, that's like PS3 graphics on the Switch. Like, so, so, because <laughs> so, they talk about the Switch 2 is going to be like more in line with like PS4 and Xbox One. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. They're like playing yeah. up almost. Yeah, so it's like now here he is going into 2024. Like, the Switch is just like, I'm concerned because I'm like, Outside of Nintendo, like games are just not gonna look and run good on that system. I mean, that's a that's a valid point. I'm I had no clue about a lot of that information because, like you said, like Nintendo's always gonna sell Nintendo games. Like y'all, Nintendo's always gonna be killing it when it comes to Nintendo games on the Nintendo hardware, like the HAL Laboratories, the Super Smash Brothers, the Pokemon, the even the the games that are like adjacent Nintendo, but like. We know, we understand Pokemon's not a Nintendo S game, but it's Nintendo. You know what I'm saying? Like how laboratories we consider them Nintendo. Like y'all are always gonna sell Mario, of course that's Nintendo. Donkey Kong, Nintendo. It's gonna look great. But like the Mortal Kombat, the Capcom games, the other studios, it's like they don't have to look the best, but at the same time, you shouldn't release them in that kind of quality. Like that's not a good look. Yeah, and I'm like, and they're. They're planning to release um, what is it um, um Hogwarts Legacy uh supposed to come out on Switch and I'm like, <laughs> there's no way that's running on Switch. Like I'm looking at Mortal Kombat one and I'm like, how are y'all gonna put this big open world on Switch? That's I'm I'm really concerned about that game. I'm not, but I'm like, I would not buy it if I was y'all. I'm like, <laughs> word <laughs> on PS4, you know Xbox One. Or a PS5 or a new Xbox and not Switch. Um, because I'm like, I'm really concerned about that. But yeah, it, it, it's just time, Nintendo. Like, I love Nintendo systems, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just time for a new system at this point. Like, going into 2024 with the same old 2013 tech in the Switch is kind of unacceptable. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, and they did announce um, Luigi's Mansion 2 um, HD. So. Yup. That looks nice. Yeah, that looks pretty cool. Yeah, everything getting upscaled. Now that's fire. Yeah. Oh, I have one comment. Yeah. So, one thing that, that kind of pissed me off was F099. Bruh. What is that? <laughs> I'm so weak. <laughs> what played? is that? Bro, I've been waiting for an F-Zero game. I'm not looking for a tackle-on from the original. No. I don't want that. I'm so dead. <laughs> like, but we're giving it to you for free because you're an online membership. It's like, uh, okay, thanks. Mm. So I was looking forward to a brand new F-Zero game. Not that. Uh, I think that was the consensus, honestly. Like, everybody's Every Nintendo Direct, that's like on the top of everybody's list. It's like, yo, maybe we get a new F Zero. Since GX, like, yo, what's good with F Zero? So, like, it was definitely, I want to say, it was definitely bittersweet. I'm glad we got something F Zero. I'm not, I'm not really happy that it's just like a free game. I mean, I'm happy it's free, definitely. I'm just, I'm not really happy that it's not a brand new F Zero game, but like a remake of GX or something like yeah. a remaster or something. But I, I want to try it out. You know what I mean? Because it's like classic F-Zero. It looks dope. It looks like it's definitely on the trendy side of... Something else came out similar to F-Zero like that. I think Tetris 99. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it's yeah. like... It's like a genre. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. Pac-Man 99. I think there's another 99 too. So it's like a genre of just like having like over... It's almost like a Battle Royale SK type game. It's like mm-hmm. having 100 players in one match and then just going through to see yeah. number one, which is like it's never been my bag per se, so mm-hmm. it's free. I'm gonna try it out. Of it's course, chaos. yeah, it looks nothing but chaotic. Like, <laughs> there's probably, I think, I don't think it's official, but I think there's like a Mario Kart 99, but I think that's more like an online thing, like yeah, like type thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested in playing it, but it's free, so why not? I'm gonna try it out. But yeah, it's I 
I honestly believe they're going to use this as a litmus test to be like, all right, so if y'all F Zero fans are out here, try to support it because you know how some places like Capcom will they'll release like an anthology of of Darkstalkers, and that'll be the litmus test to be like, all right, so if y'all buy this game enough, we'll give y'all new Darkstalkers. But they won't tell anybody that. They'll just be like, oh, here's the anthology for all the Darkstalkers. No, no type of push, no type of advertisement. And so when nobody knows about it, nobody buys it, they're like, well, people don't care about Darkstalkers, so we're not going to give y'all new ones. Oh, like, yo, wow. y'all didn't tell us, y'all didn't tell us there was alpha, yo. Y'all gave us, like, one commercial versus this. It's like, all right, F-099 is out, y'all. I don't know if they're similar to Capcom in vain of, like, using this as, like, a barometer or not, but mm-hmm. I definitely, if we do want an F-Zero game, luckily it's free, I would just download the fire out of it and just give it a try because mm-hmm. we, we don't know what's in the... What's in Capcom's inner workings? Is they even trying to work on the F Zero? Like we've seen mm-hmm. the hints, we've seen the Easter eggs and like the um, Smash reveals and whatnot using Capcom in certain trailers. I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. what what are we doing? Like y'all dangling in front of us? Like give us something. So hopefully in the future, <clears throat> if we don't get a new F Zero game, hopefully we at least get a, um the same thing we're doing with the NSO in the vein of like the Game Boy Advance on on the Switch and, like, the Super Nintendo and the N64. Hopefully, we get GameCube. Hopefully, we get GX. And then yeah. we just go from there, bro. Like, you just got to keep hope alive when it comes to F-Zero because these corporations act like they don't care about certain classics, bro. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I said, it's just like Nintendo, they get the same request every year, but it's just like, we're going to ignore the fans' request. Like, we see it, but we're just not going to give it to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you hear me? I, I can't say <laughs> Like, yo, can we get a new F-Zero? How about Farm Simulator? Yeah. <laughs> nah. Mm. <laughs> they might wait until the next gen, though, to be honest with you, to, to release it. That's so. true. That's very true. Like, yeah. we just gotta keep hope alive. Like, there's, there is a Switch 2 on the horizon. So, mm-hmm. there could possibly be a new Smash, possibly be a new F-Zero, possibly be a new Zelda. So, like, just mm-hmm. gotta keep hope alive. It's, it's tough because it's been so long, but... We've seen we've seen older games come mm-hmm. out of nowhere from obscurity. So like, yo, there's where people are playing Armored Core on the PS5. I would have never thought. Oh, of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? We have a new Armored Core in 2023. That's nuts. PS1. That's like that's fire to me. So like, you never know. We, I'm still praying for Mega Man Legends 3. So like, I <laughs> like you just gotta keep keep hope alive with some of these games. Uh huh. Absolutely. Even our track record, I mean, this is talking about this as well. Some of the stuff we talk about, like, it's literally announced, like, right after we record. Like, that part. <laughs> That's a it's fact. It's like, we listen to our podcast. It was like, several times, <laughs> we've done the episode talking about we want a game to come out. And then, like, I think we talked about GoldenEye one time. And, like, oh. literally, like, two days later, after we recorded, Nintendo announced that it was coming out on the Switch. That was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, hey, we got the clairvoyancy over on this side. Come rock with us. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So we speaking on the podcast. Good chance it's probably gonna get announced like this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big affirmations. Yeah. Yeah, I am hyped for the um the rematches of Tomb Raider though. Oh, oh I forgot too. about those good looks. Yeah, I want those. Um, I'm hyped for that too and then also um, I am hyped talk about the Switch I am hyped about um, potentially getting like the Metal Gear collection and the Batman Arkham collection yes um, I'm hyped for both of those um, mm-hmm. debating on whether I want to just get it on my PS5 or do I want to risk it and get it on my Switch <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah just to have that portability of taking those games like on the go nowadays but yeah um, I feel like since the um, since the remakes of like the PS1 games, hopefully we should be straight on the Switch. You know what I'm mean? saying? Like, much lower specs, not a lot of textures. Like, hopefully these remakes won't be too bad on the Switch because the Switch has been pre- doing pretty well with the old school remakes. True, true, and, and yeah. So Arkham City came out you know, on the uh, PS3, yeah. So it should be able to it should be able to run those. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, fingers crossed. We. Do. Like we said, it's still the Switch, but you never know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and then with Metal Gear Collection, that was all PS2. So, yeah, they should hopefully run those pretty well. So, so. Um, 
I'm, I'm definitely looking at that. But yeah, I'm not again. I know some Nintendo fans are probably listening. Like we're not knocking Nintendo, um, but these are fair criticisms here. Um, just to mm-hmm. motivate them, and I'm sure they're already aware of you know what we're saying. Other fans have said for years now that the, you know the Switch is getting a little bit outdated, and they just want a little bit more. Um, power in their system just so things run a little bit better because like now to the point you know even Pokemon isn't running well on the Switch so so that's just a, a concern there but I'm hyped for what they're you know gonna offer and I'm looking forward to what 2024 brings you know the Switch 2 is rumored to come out in 2024 so mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see how that goes um, yeah most definitely and just just to reiterate what you said yeah We'll always tell the podcast, like, yo, we are not fanboys. Like, we're definitely here to criticize and to show love for the games. Like, we're not. Nintendo's not paying us. Sony's not paying us. Microsoft's yeah. not paying us. So it's like, yeah. all we can do is be real about it. Even if they were paying us, it's like, yo, we're not going to switch up because we're going to get checks from somebody. We're going to tell it how it is because we're actually gamers and we actually care about the product that's out here. So it's not like... We're not going to come out here and be like, Pokemon Scarlet is the best Pokemon game ever. It plays like a dream. There's nothing wrong with it. When you've seen the issues with that game, <laughs> like, it's so nasty when people do that. I'm like, why would we blatantly lie about a game when we know it's not the best quality? So, like, I know I'm, I'm just glad you brought that up because that's real, bro. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, I'm speaking into existence, you know, when we, you know, the podcast continues to grow. Um, and people might listen to us for advice on games. I want to be... You know, a liar that you can on Twitter be like, oh, that's Spike Geek Podcast and Will told us the game is good and it's not. So, yeah. I always want to hold that integrity here because um, I'm like, I'm, well, this will blow up. Um, I'm speaking that into existence as well. Most definitely. Um, so, where people come to us for advice on what games are good or they want to hear our thoughts, and I don't want to, you know, screw up that integrity already where they're just like oh they're just saying whatever just because they get paid now by Nintendo or IGN is sliding them a check or something you know yeah, so, so, um, so I always just want to keep that in mind especially with listeners I know you know games like you said like 60 70 dollars now I wouldn't never want to like somebody out of their hard earned money like that so um, I always you know, try to be honest about how I feel about it even though you know, fans of, of games like it would suck if, like, I hate to say this, I really don't want you, but it would suck if Spider-Man 2 came out and it wasn't good, and I would have to tell people not to buy it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> nah, that would break my heart, too. Yeah, that would, that would crush me right there. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm sure, no, but Insomniac, they got it, though. I'm sure that's going to be, like, game of the year right there. Oh, yeah. Um, Big fight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up too, Willie. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, nah, you speaking the facts. That's all we do up here. This um, one last thing on the Nintendo Direct. I I haven't played the original, but I know the. I don't know if it's a remake or a sequel. It might be a remake. Mario vs. Donkey Kong is coming out in February. Cross a remake. Remake got you. Appreciate you, my man. So that's coming out. I know the the first one was on the Game Boy Advance, GameCube. I think it was on one of the earlier consoles. Well, not consoles, but one of the handhelds. Yeah. Game Boy Advance, maybe. That, I think that sounds familiar. Yeah. I, I remember seeing I remember seeing, like, Toy Mario's and, like, the, the cranks in the backs and whatnot. So I was like, all right, that looks familiar. I'm not I'm not familiar with it, but I know that has a nice little fan base fair around it. So that's February 16th. Might give that a try. I don't know if it pulls me again or if I see some games in with them. So that, that's the last thing on my list. We talked about everything else. Nintendo Direct Watch for me. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, nah, you had any other comments about Nintendo Direct? Can you hear me? Yeah, sir. Um, mm-hmm. um, they're coming out with, uh, what's it, Contra? That looks fun. Oh, remake? Uh, I think it's a remake. Valid. Yeah. Um, I never got around to, to play Paper Mario, mm-hmm. but um, that looks like that that'll be a good time too. And the RPG, so I might have to give those a try when it comes out. Um, mm-hmm. definitely got to get into Paper Mario. Also, I know that's on the um N64 on the NSO, so I might just tap into that soon. Mm-hmm. But yeah, other than that, man. Oh, I'm sorry. One more. It's uh, WarioWare. 
good series, fire yeah. series. Mm-hmm. But that's it. That's it for me. Valid. Yeah, I forgot about that series. Like, I think I only played one of them, and I remember, like, I had fun with it, but it just kind of faded from my memory for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. But, uh, have y'all ever played Splatoon? I know we heard a lot about that that game about yeah. recently. Have y'all ever played that? Yeah, I got a uh, I got Splatoon three. Like, I played like the multiplayer for like two hours, but I haven't really invested too much time in it. Like, it's in my collection, but I'm like. I don't know, like, it's fun, but, like, it didn't really hold my attention for, like, a long period of time where I felt like I needed to go back and play it again. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Yeah. I need to get hit to it also. Uh, I never played any of them. I wanted to play three because I kept hearing more and more about it. And like Will said, all I hear about how how just addictive the multiplayer can be. So I definitely want to tap into that and see what's good with it. It's just never been similar to Will. So it's never been, like, heavy on my radar. I've always known about it. I've always seen it through like most learned about it my social my social situation but just never downloaded it i might have to tap into that because i know they they keep getting like dlcs and like new games so clearly they're doing something right so mm-hmm. yeah i think for me when my two hours of playing multiplayer it's just um it's not very friendly for like new players so like i would get uh, immediately like like this is like a paintball like game where like the characters just shoot paint at each other. Yeah. Um. And so like if you don't know like the abilities that your character has and like the different hiding spots in the map, like you're just gonna get much like Call of Duty, you gonna get slaughtered. So right. It, it kind of threw me off, and I think that's what you know made me kind of put it down and forget about it. It was like the learning curve with it, just kind of like deep. I think. Mm, that makes sense. I know like, that's. I mean, and there's no voice chat, so like you got teammates, but like you can't really communicate with them. So like everybody's just going off, doing their own thing, and I'm like, wait, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing right now? And I'm like, they try to like it's a little voice thing you can do, like your character can say like go over there. Nah, I'm, I'm, I feel like it's like little kids spamming it, so I'm like, what are y'all, what are y'all trying to do? So, <laughs> so I'm getting shot. They off over there in the corner camping, and I'm like, okay, so, so yeah, I know it's just frustrating that Nintendo. I get why they don't have like voice chat because like it can get toxic, and Nintendo try to keep it family friendly. Um, but what, <laughs> that game definitely needs like some kind of voice chat for sure. Oh yeah, it's like definitely, especially when you're like in a team squad, and it's just like no communication whatsoever. So it's like. Deep learning care with no communication makes me want to just put the game down. Like, oh, oh yeah, I believe you, man. Like, that's a lot of red flags. I'm, I'm the same way from what you hear. I mean, from what I'm hearing from you, because I remember when I was trying to get into Overwatch late in the game. Like, of course, I was, I was the first one out when Overwatch was here. So I was like, oh, let me finally get hit to Overwatch. It's like years later, washed. I'm like, I don't know what any of these characters do. I don't know any of these levels. So it's just like. I hear you with that learning curve when it comes to certain characters and special abilities. Like, I feel like with Call of Duty, since like I know with the more classic Call of Duties, it was like, yo, there's no like superpowers, no special abilities. You just jump in. If you know the map, you know the map. If not, you'll learn. But like with these um, certain like first person shooters, third person shooters, the special abilities and strategies, that's what throws me and makes that learning curve so steep. So I hear you on that when it comes to Splatoon, bro. Like, I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I mean, it's a fun game. Like, you can pick up on the learning curve. It's fun, but I'm like, yeah. you're definitely going to be frustrated for the first couple of hours, probably, mm-hmm. you know, playing the game until you get to hang on, like, your characters and abilities and learn the maps and stuff, so. Got you. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, definitely, it's one of Nintendo's biggest games, I think. I know, especially with, like, kids and stuff, they talk about that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, that was basically all I had for, for the Nintendo Direct, um, for sure. Yeah, so excited about it. But yeah, um, switching gears here now, listeners, I will fully admit that I am behind on a lot of the Disney Plus shows. Like, I still haven't finished um, Secret Invasion. Um, but again, I got a lot of that spoiled for me on Twitter. Um, I am watching um, Star Wars Ahsoka. Um, so far, from the first two episodes that I've watched, um, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed um, Rosario Dawson. Like, it's perfect casting as Ahsoka, like, from the animated Clone Wars show to, like, live action. 
that's one of the best transitions that I've seen for like years. Like mm. he knocked it out of the park, and then of course I'm excited and happy as always to see um, Hayden Christensen back as uh, Anakin because like he got done dirty when the prequels were originally out. Mm-hmm. Uh, how bad his acting was, and like they were like dogging that man for years. Um, but like I really appreciate like his enthusiasm to come back after all these years. They did de-age him a little bit for the show because mm-hmm. um, like he's now I think he's in his forties now. Um, so they try to make him look like he did back in the prequels, but like he still got the you know the skill set to swing a lightsaber, man. He can hang with the best of them. Um, and from what I've seen, especially that scene between him and Ahsoka from. Um, the animated show into live action where they she figures out that he turned into Darth Vader. Man, I had chills watching that episode myself. Peak <laughs> Star Wars right here. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see how it goes forward. Um, in terms of the story, I know Thrawn does pop up, and he's another character from the cartoons. The animated Clone Wars is popping up. Um, so I'm excited. Like I said, I only seen the first two episodes, but from what I've seen is up there with like Pete Mandalorian's type um, Star Wars content. Um, the guy who does this, I think his name is David uh, or Dave Filton. Um, they're calling for him to like run Star Wars at Disney. And from what I've seen with these two episodes, I would have to agree. Like he understands the universe, the characters, um, and what makes Star Wars cool. So if they want to make him like in charge of it over at Disney instead of um, Kathleen Kennedy, uh, no offense to her. Um, I would be fully on board with that because, like, so far, Ahsoka is like, you know, it's making me love Star Wars even more than I already did. Like, it's a phenomenal show so far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's definitely like that. Yeah. Um, I have one more episode left in the finale, which comes out next week. Um, and just uh, they paid attention to so much, bro. Like, I'm so happy that they pulled in Star Wars Rebels and the Clone Wars. Um, not trying to spoil nothing. I, you know, I just spoiled something. <laughs> yeah. But um, but basically, basically, um, it just follows that that storyline, um, pretty much, and um, the quest to find Ezra, Ezra Bridge. I think you cut out there, John. Hello? Yeah, you yeah, back. Hear you. Okay, this is weird. I don't know why I keep cutting out for <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I'm right next to the router, so I don't know why I keep cutting out. Um, but yeah, it's it, it follows it follows the, the quest to find Ezra Bridger, um, who went missing after the events um with Thrawn um in the animated series. Um and they they paid attention really, really well. Um I know you're not you're not caught up completely, bro. But like you're gonna be really excited to watch the upcoming episodes. Um, yeah, because they they really dive deep into Ahsoka's past and stuff. So um, just get ready for that. <laughs> um, I'm excited. Yeah, <laughs> it's really cool. But yeah, I agree. Definitely perfect casting uh, with Ahsoka Tano. For Rosario Dawson, she kills a man. My G, that's what I like to hear. I still need to get into all the episodes, so I'm just I'll probably wait for all of them to be released and then just binge it all the way through like a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably the way to do it, especially so you ain't like anticipating and got to wait that week. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, it's like a really good series, and you're like, why can't I just binge this? But I get why Disney does it. I'm like. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm glad to hear. Like, I'm really like, we're literally right after the episode. I'm gonna dive into episode three. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm excited to see how that turns out. And then, for some reason, I just haven't finished um, Secret Invasion, the Nick Fury show on Marvel show on Disney Plus. Oh, it just kind of lost me towards, especially towards the end. Um, I'm slight spoilers here, but like. A certain character takes on the powers of like all of the Avengers, and it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, a certain character that everybody's hyped about. He was in another show, like uh-huh. popular show, uh, but it just kind of well, took a left turn for me. It was like, really, Marvel? 
doesn't make sense and really isn't in line with like the rest of the MCU in my opinion. So, we'll see if it has any impact going forward on the movies, but it's like you got this one OP character now, just like, huh? What are they gonna do with her? So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. They, they just kind of failed with the Secret Invasion storyline, in my opinion. Um, it was kind of dirty too. I'm like, really? They should have just left him alone with uh, Captain Marvel and just let them be with that. But there is uh actually Loki season two comes out this week, uh Thursday or Friday. Sure. So I'll, be, I'll be watching that just because I heard Jonathan Majors is still in it, even though he's he hasn't been fired by Marvel yet because of that you know controversy around the charges. Uh, that he had. So, mm-hmm. They haven't. I'm, he hasn't been canceled by society or cancel culture. Word up. Innocent until proven guilty, I say. I don't think he will. Um, they, I think they came out with a, with a, a statement a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they dove deep into the investigation, and apparently uh, she was lying the whole time. So um, I think he's safe. I don't think it's going to be recast. I really hope he doesn't get recast. Um, but it seems like it seems like it, it went against her in, in the end. So, okay, mm-hmm. cool. I'm glad. I mean, he killed it so far as um, as Kane. So I, I'm glad he's gonna stick around. Yeah. Oh yeah, same here. He was definitely the best part of Ant Man to me. Well, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Um, and I'm interested to see what he's gonna do in this uh, season two of Loki, like, or where they go with that, because that's probably one of their Marvel's better uh, Disney Plus shows. Mm-hmm. I would say that Falcon and the Winter Soldier, WandaVision, mm-hmm. and um, what else was good? Uh, oh, Hawkeye was pretty good. That was about it. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, and the What If series are pretty good too. Oh, yeah. What If, what if was by that out of the um, Marvel series. That I rewatched, it was definitely what if. I can't think. Mm-hmm. Of, I'm trying to think of if I rewatched anything else for real. What if was definitely the only one I rewatched all the way through. Everything else, Hawkeye was cool to watch, and um, what was it? Um, the first season of Loki was cool. I know everybody enjoyed that. And what was it? Uh, what was it with Wanda? WandaVision. WandaVision. That was, that was a. It was alright. It was, it was a good start to start. For everything that came out that followed it, I know there was mixed reviews with um, Falcon and the Winter. Yeah, Fal- Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I dug that one a lot, but for the yeah. for all the shows, on, I don't think anything like really blew me out the water. I think a lot of it just felt like Marvel Cinematic Universe filler, like the same way they do like anime episodes. It was like this is the filler episode before we get to the next big movie. So it's just like, all right, I, it's like, this is just something to watch for real. And then the quality just continued to decrease. I was just like, all right, y'all, like, the burnout's getting real, y'all, because She-Hulk was a little yikes. <laughs> and then it's like, some of the shows I didn't even give a chance to watch. I was just like, this is too many coming out. And it's just like, so a lot of these characters, not that I don't care for them, but it's just like, after these other shows of just kind of feeling like torture watching through I was just like you know what I'm gonna just sit back and just be alright I'll see you when I see you but I wanna watch the Marvels I wanna watch um, Miss Marvel and I want I still need to watch Moonlight so like those are my three focuses right now I forgot all about Moon Knight. I stopped <laughs> mid-season on that and forgot. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's like oh, that. Yeah. That's real, bro. Let's, I don't blame you. Like, <laughs> I think with Moon Knight for sure, it just felt, it didn't really feel like an MCG show. I mean, mm-hmm. it was good and bad, but it just felt disconnected from everything else. And I just kind of was like, okay, so this is like filler. In MCG, you know? Yo. Like, I was like, it don't really seem like he's ever gonna meet up with the Avengers, or he's just gonna be kept in a separate like corner. Um, and not really. Well, I could be wrong, but it just felt really disconnected from everything else. And I just kind of was like, okay, this is cool, but I don't right. really 
looks like there's gonna be a payoff of this anytime soon. So exactly. Yeah, so I mean, I think the MC as a whole, though, like, is struggling. Like, it's just like this phase four, I think we're in, it's just been like a big bag. Like, Marvel kind of lost steam after after No Way Home is kind of when it kind of started to go a little bit downhill, I think. So, mm, that's a good pinpoint right there. No Way Home, yo. It was because they, when, when Endgame came out, it was like, all right, that was groundbreaking. All understand that everybody thoroughly enjoyed Endgame. Like this was like a masterpiece over twenty years in the making. It's like, yo, y'all, y'all killed this. Y'all made this happen. Mm-hmm. Amazing conclusion. Everybody's question was like, what happens now? Like, yo, it's because it's like if you truly wanted to just stop that Marvel Cinematic Universe, Endgame would be exactly where you end it. You know what I'm saying? Or like No Way Home. You know what I'm saying? Just to put like the cherry on top because. No Way Home is when it comes to like this phase of Marvel that's the one movie next to Endgame I'm just like this movie is amazing I got my mm-hmm. fan service I got to see all my Spider-Mans that I love and care about and the story it was just the conclusion and like the introduction to Tom Holland's Spider-Man like this that trilogy being his origin story I'm like this was amazing now it's like he can actually be Spider-Man Peter Parker and nobody knows him can't wait to see the future hopefully we get to see a venom symbiote interaction with that cool but like just like what will's been saying just like the deterioration of the marvel cinematic universe it's like y'all like it's some these jokes aren't hitting the way they used to these storylines are kind of a little bit offbeat like even the post credits like even if a movie was bad right you get mm-hmm. so hyped for like the possibility of what could be in the post credit even with some of these i'm just like uh I'm like, I stay for the credits for this. I'm like, for real, yeah. dog. I'm like, come on, yo. Like, I just really feel like they just need to take a, like a small hiatus. Just like take a deep breath. Y'all, y'all were killing it for years. Y'all, were, y'all were the only superhero movies out here doing it big like this. So like, right. I know, I know it's a, I know it's a business at the end of the day. I know we need to make, make profit shares. I know we need to make these margins. I know we're, we're with the giant Disney machine. We don't have a choice but to put these movies out. So. I'll, they're probably under contract to keep releasing something because Mickey Mouse don't play these games. <laughs> so, right. but it's like, but it's like, yo, I know they got to see the quality of the films because we do. And I'm like, yo, we're we're helping y'all make, help. We're helping y'all fund these films. And it's like, yo, if the film is bad and y'all don't make that profit, there's no sequel. Now you got to mess up your timeline because y'all thinking like ten years in the future. I'm just hoping that we get a good Marvel movie again, like. Fingers crossed. Like, like I've been saying this whole podcast, just hope, keep hope alive, man. Like, I don't know, because DC's doing their thing low key. So I'm like, Marvel, like they on your bootstraps right now, like. Yeah. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. like, Blue Beetle was not that bad. Like I, I did see that recently. Um, Same. And it was it was pretty decent. Like if that's the direction the new DC movies are going in. Yeah, get behind it. Like it wasn't. I, I fully went into that movie thinking that it was gonna be like a dud. Like, okay, DC here's another trash movie. Yeah. Um, but I walked away really enjoying Built uh, Blue Beetle. Like, I was like, okay, yeah. that's a character I really didn't know a whole lot about outside of like the Injustice games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like. Okay, I could read a couple of uh, his comics now just because I enjoyed the movie so much. So, um, that's yeah. what's up. Yeah, so in Marvel, the rest of this year looking like they got uh, Loki season two, and then they got uh, the movie that's coming out in November, the Marvels with uh, Captain Marvel, Kamala Khan, and um, uh, Chick from uh, WandaVision. Um, oh, yeah, Boo, uh, what's her name? Uh, yes, yeah, uh, Monica something. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's their place. So I'm like, I'm not even really excited for that either. I've seen the trailers and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes tomorrow. I'm like, I'm not giving out hope. Like, they they got time to pull things around. Like, the Daredevil show is coming out now that the writer's track is over. Um, Deadpool 3. And then, of course, uh, with Wolverine and Hugh Jackman, I'm excited about um, lots of rumors coming around about that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
we we got hope tomorrow. It's not all doom and gloom, so but it it has been a little rocky right now. I will say that. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> um. Other than that, I think that was all that I wanted to cover. Unless y'all had any uh, final thoughts or things I wanted to talk about. Um. What games have y'all been playing? I mean, I know Tom is extremely scarce, but in the meantime, y'all can't touch the controller. What's been on that game? Oh, Call of Duty. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to tap into my um my PS1 Mini mm. soon so I can play those again. Have me a classic, a little classic night or something. Yeah, no, I miss those. Yeah, I definitely want to try out. Um, what is it? Armor, Armor Core PS1. I, I think it's on the mini. Yeah, it is. It is. Okay, I'm gonna try it out. Let's see how it is. Yeah, I need to do the same with that one. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, man, I I barely touched my Switch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna have to play it um, either today or sometime like on Wednesday when I get off. Um, i try out that F099 it's a free download mm-hmm. so we shall see what about y'all mm-hmm. yeah with me uh, I know listeners I did talk about well basically Mortal Kombat 1 and mm-hmm. pretty much it basically uh Mortal Kombat 1's been the game that I've had the most uh, controller time with. And a little bit of Call of Duty. Uh, so like John, Call of Duty still a little bit in Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat 1. Um, like I said, I really enjoyed the story, what they did there. Um, surprisingly, like, usually I'm a Sub-Zero main. Uh, but for Mortal Kombat 1, for some reason, I've been leaning towards Slope more. Because, like, he's just a lot more fun to play as now. And I'm like, hey, I don't know what they did. But it's like, it's just... Um, I don't know, maybe he's just more user-friendly or he's taking the place of Scorpion as being, like, the new character or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just so much easier to, like, pull off, like, combos and smoke, like, and a lot of them are, like, bangers. Like, they do a lot of damage. You know? mm. And they're easy to remember. Like, his fatalities are easy to remember, too. Like, so he's, like, the entry-level <laughs> <laughs> character, um, I guess, now. Um, and he's voiced by none other than Spider-Man from the PS4 game, um, Yuri Lorenthal, so it's weird. Like, you hear smoke sound like Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, um, but other than that, I, I do love, um, oh, and I do like Liu Kang. Like, Liu Kang is pretty easy to use, too, in Mortal Kombat 1. Mm-hmm. The bicycle, bicycle kick is gone, though, so. What? <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's nuts. What in the world? <laughs> Can't yeah, I mean it's still it's a place with like this like uh, lion kick like a um, black panther thing. Yeah, it's like a yeah. like a flying kick. Like it's not the bike is <laughs> taking it more. It's like a he's like twirling around like with his legs open in the air now. So it's like yeah, <laughs> I'm weak. Wow. Yeah, uh, but the, uh, you know the cameo characters are cool. Like even though like Jax and Sonya aren't playable characters, they still can be like your tag team partner in the game. So they can mm-hmm. still pull off their you know iconic moves, which is pretty cool. But it's it's such that they aren't that they aren't like playable because I do use Jax sometimes. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. a little disappointing. And they aren't really in the story either. So well. Hey. <laughs> That's weird that, like, you know, two staple characters like Jax and Tony are nowhere to be found this time around. So, mm-hmm. um, but like I said, I do appreciate what they did with, like, Baraka and Reptile. They, like, made them more, like, sympathetic and heroic characters this time around, just, like, instead of being, like, random henchmen. So, right. Um, yeah. That's that's pretty cool. And Reptile Fatality is pretty, pretty gruesome, too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> bro. All those fatalities are crazy. Yeah. I'm like, but yeah, other than that, that's that's basically what I've been playing more. MK1 and uh, a little bit of Call of Duty. Um, I probably I might download separate ways today. I think it's like ten dollars. I might I might give it a try. Or uh, definitely definitely drop the review once you do get through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's it for me, uh, Willie. What you been playing? On my side, I've been. When I do get time, I've been playing a lot of Gravity Circuit. In fact, I just beat that 
last Friday, was it Friday? I think, yeah, this past Friday, I finally beat that game. It's That's been my new favorite. It's a little 2D platformer. It's strong Mega Man aesthetic and Mega Man Zero series. Like, the game mm-hmm. is just like Mega Man. It's it's probably the closest Mega Man successor that I can think of, like, next to, like, Katana Zero. I know, like, Joker got me hit to that one, but, like, Fire. Definitely a fan of that one. Probably run through that game when I get some more time. And Thunder, I need to jump back on Thunder Ray. I played that for like a couple seconds, but that's that's fire too. It's like arcade style, boxing style. It's like just the gameplay is just like Super Punch Out, and the aesthetic is like an anime type style going on. A lot of flashy moves, some blood. I'm just like I'm, I'm a fan of that one too. I want to beat that one because I always love Super Punch Out, even on the um, Super Nintendo. I jump back on that every now and then. Mm-hmm. Besides those two, if I'm ever on my Switch, it's probably just on the NSO service for real, for real, like Pokemon Stadium, Fire Emblem. I know they dropped Kirby's Amazing Mirror. I got to play through that. I never got a chance to play the original on the Game Boy Advance, so I might oh. that if I get time. I want to beat Katana Zero because that's a that game is fun as hell. Also, shout out to Jojo for getting me hit and. I need to play through Bomb Rush Cyberpunk. Like, I, there's so many games I have up there, but you know how the backlog goes. Like, I just, mm-hmm. just need yeah. to find time and just try to enjoy some of these games in my log. Like, I'm the same way. Like, I'm not trying to buy anything else new until I get a five. So, I'm just trying to get through my backlog that I had. I did, I did cave because they had some crazy Sony sale recently, and Seafood Deluxe Edition was like five bucks. So I downloaded that because. I've seen nothing but great gameplay of seafood, so I definitely want to tap into that. Ooh. And what else did I get for like two bucks? Um, Skullgirls Encore. I had that on the PS3 and I enjoyed it. So, redoing that on the four since I was like three dollars. I can do that. I gotta play through my Gungrave Gore game. Like, I got way too many games on the backlog, bro. Like, it's uh, it's getting bad. <laughs> but yeah, mainly just Thunder Rain, Gravity Circle, Brew Brew. Go back old school games that's just fun to play. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But then I did wanna whenever I can find some time, I always say it on the podcast, but like I really haven't dived into um Golden Eye on my Switch. Like I got it there well, it was on the Switch and I was like, I wanna play Golden Eye, but I just keep forgetting or just get busy. Yeah, but I do wanna start playing that again. Definitely. No, that's a fun I still need to beat that one too. I'm right there with you. I never played through the single player by myself. Mm, I think it's been what over twenty years. I beat it on the N sixty four, so I forgot a lot of it. So I'm like, I do want to do it again. Now. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, it was um, I did see. I'm gonna tell y'all and listeners too. I did see um, like an N sixty four, but it was like a collector's edition. Here, I know we're looking here in Virginia Beach at the thrift store. Um, they were going. It was going for like seven hundred dollars, but it was like a special edition one. And I meant to ask y'all, um, did y'all think it was legit? It was like a, it was like a Donkey Kong N sixty four, but it looked fake to me. They was like it's official, and we're charging seven hundred dollars. And I'm like, is this real? Because I meant to take a picture and ask y'all in the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's legit. So I don't know if that's um, if that's a real listeners. If y'all know if that's a real N sixty four, let me know. Not that I'm gonna buy it. I'm just. I'm just because they were really trying to um, get me bad at the thrift store and it was like it came in like official Nintendo box and everything but it just looked fake to me I'm like Monkey Kong N64 was that ever was that ever a thing like I don't remember so <laughs> I could I could put a like back Google it too and I'm like not a Donkey Kong N64 cause like it was legit looked like like it was like Donkey Kong like body around the N64 I'm like I don't think they ever released that. I feel like it's fake. So. <laughs> yeah, it might be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but other than that, I think the next, like I said, the next biggest game for me, uh, I do want to try Cyberpunk. I don't know if I have the time to really play it, but that new DLC looks pretty cool, too. Mm-hmm. It just Elba and... Um, they make the little joke about the game being fixed now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I picked it up 
it was on sale on the PlayStation Store like a couple months ago for like I think ten dollars. Um, and I downloaded the basic game, so I might I might give it a try. Um, at some point, I just gotta figure out when I can sit down and really dive into it because I'm like. I know all my attention is go to Spider Man on the twentieth, so I'm like, that's gonna that's gonna fall into my backlog again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited um, for the rest of this year. This has been a banger year for games. Like looking back, we had Resident Evil Four, we've had Hogwarts Legacy, we've had Dead Space Remake, uh, we've had uh, Street Fighter Six that came out, we've got MK One that came out. So it's been a lot of games like. And I'm, I'm sure y'all are the same. It's just a lot of games in our backlog, man. We got to somehow find some time to play <laughs> our busy schedules. So, um, and listeners, I'm sure it's the same for y'all, too. It's just been a 2023 has been a banger year. Um, looking forward to uh, what the rest of this year looks like. And then, of course, uh, 2024. So, good time to be a gamer. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, but other than that, that's all I have for y'all. Um, any other final thoughts here? No, I've exhausted my list, my brother. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, one last thing is, um, yeah, I know Secret Wars is that, that cast is starting to get heavy, bro. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's getting real heavy, and I'm digging it. <laughs> Where the storyline's gonna go, but it looks amazing so far with the casting. Absolutely. Um, yeah. like and like you said, John, it, the casting is crazy, and I heard that this is gonna be like, um, the end of like the pre MCU um story, like that. So like characters like Tobey Maguire and like uh, Hugh Jackman and all the X Men and like, Fantastic yeah. Four, like everybody's gonna be in it. I'm like, what in the world? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's gonna be like the event movie of like the century. Is that cool? For sure. So, I mean, I we said I joked with my friends back in 2012. I'm like, they ain't gonna pull off Avengers, and then it ended up being amazing. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Definitely. It's on my radar for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's it for me, man. Yeah. Well, Listeners, um, it's been a pleasure. It's always good hanging out with boys. We're gonna be back with another episode. But until then, y'all be safe, be blessed out there in the streets. It's, it's crazy times we live in. Yeah, please be safe. Most definitely. Yeah. Keep rocking with us. Keep supporting us any way y'all can. Definitely rock with the TikTok and the Facebook page. We out here. <laughs> <laughs>